Hello everyone, good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Hey, this is Aaron, I just wanted to do a quick PSA, just to let you know that our podcast is actually looking for a new intro song. We're looking for about an original 30 second brass band composition. If you happen to be chosen, we'll invite you to be featured uh, as a guest on a bonus episode of the podcast, as well as you will get credit at the end of every podcast. So, if you're a composer or you're interested in maybe trying to compose for this, we have a, we have bands to record it. We just need the composition. So, if you're interested, please email uh, submissions to Amy at amyshumacherbliss at gmail. A M Y S C H U M A K E R B L I S S at gmail. And if you need that information, we you can also find it on our website, newworldbrass.com. But yeah, we thought it would just be great to feature some brass band music in the beginning of our podcast and as the exit outro. Um, But as you can imagine, when I was putting this together initially, there's not a lot of just like brass band music on uh, free-to-use podcast music websites. So hopefully we can find a great submission for you guys. I'm looking forward to all of your submissions. And anyway, let's get on with the show. When, when I was judging the youth section a few years ago, I got to tell you, I was, I was, I don't know how many months pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> and I was thinking, I was, I, I didn't drink anything. Right. <laughs> because when you're pregnant and you have to go. I know. You got to go. That's right. <laughs> exactly. So, but we, we were a little less barbaric than we used to be. <laughs> we, we, give them, we give them breaks now. Yeah. Well, wow. meal breaks and uh, and bathroom breaks are, you know, absolutely. The show does not have to go on. <laughs> exactly. Without this, uh, that's that's really funny. So, uh, how early on did you get involved with NABA, Ron? Uh, I think the year was that. Uh, I think in terms of academic years as Peter professor, I think it was the year 87, 88. Paul Drosty and I had met the previous year, uh, or two years ago, my, my Salvation Army Student Fellowship Brass Band went to Columbus. And Paul and Jack Evans came, Jack, who was directing of the uh, former director of the Ohio State Band, came to the concert. And Paul and I met and we decided, hey, why don't we have a joint concert? BBC and SASF. And that started the God and Country series back then. At that same time, Paul said, why don't you come to NABA, check it out, and I would like you to consider being on the board. So uh, I think the concert, uh, sorry, NABA that year was in Columbus, uh, up in one of the suburbs. And I went and attended and looked at it. And Paul invited me to join the board. He remembered that and I was happy to do it. By the next year, uh, NABA was in Hammond, New Jersey. And I became assistant to Mike Swaffer, who at that time was the controller. So I was learning the ropes, okay, yeah. uh, to, to help run the contest. Uh, the following year, Mike turned the whole thing over to me and asked me to be controller. So my first efforts in NABA were as a member of the board and then as controller. Uh, I soon was asked to serve uh, in, in uh officer position, whereas the controller is an appointed position by the president back then. Uh, the officer positions uh, were appointed by the president. So 
um, I was appointed vice president first, and I did that for two sessions. Uh, and then I became president and did that for two, two, two years terms. Meanwhile, uh, I had also been controller. When I became president, I felt it was necessary to turn over the controlling to other people. And I gradually had other people train, like Tim Holton, okay, uh, who did a great job. And Beth, I uh, forget her last name, who was also in the US military at the time. Then uh, eventually Tom Scheibner and others began, you know, uh, our guy, uh, John DeSalm uh, took yeah. over for a while. So, um, but I did that and then I would come back when we needed two controllers. I remember, I'm just giving you examples. Once we were in Wheeling and John and I had to divide the locations. So I controlled in one spot and John in another. So I did that. But the other thing I did for NABA for, I don't know, four or five years, I edited the bridge. Now I did a lot of reviewing for the bridge, music and, uh, and CDs. And of course we did a reading band back then and we had a lot of music sent into NABA, which we would then review in the bridge. But I, but I also I edited the bridge for a while, but it became, let's just say, I was doing a little too much. So yeah. eventually I just became a member of the board uh, and eventually, once I was no longer serving as controller, uh, I began to serve from time to time as a judge. And it averaged about every other year. I don't know how many I've done, eight or 10 contests. I don't know. I think uh, the last one I judged was the year Peter Graham's music was featured. Okay, we were up in Indiana. I think that may have been the last time. But yeah, I, 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 so I, I've kept in touch with NABA. Now, in terms of NABA, one of the things I always felt was important, and Tony, you and I have talked about this, my own bands were not competitive, but they were members of NABA. So Lexington Brass Band paid its annual dues, but every year I would ask my board, do you want to do the contest? Well, they wanted to do good programs, Tony. They didn't want to spend all that time on a contest, so contest piece. So we didn't do that, but we were members of NABA and we hosted NABA one year at UK. I was there we for gave, that. Yeah, we gave two different Gale concerts through the years, once in Louisville, some once in Cincinnati. I mean, we did, we did galas. And my SASF brass would play for comments only. I remember we went to Washington, did a weekend uh, when, when the contest was at Fort Myers. Uh, the SSF brass went and did a concert, uh, did a NAB, a typical half hour program on the Friday night. We didn't, we didn't go for, for points, we went for comments. So I always felt that uh, we should encourage the bands that aren't necessarily competitive to also be part of NABA. I mean, you know, you have your own professional band not too far from you. Another former Lexington guy, Brian, okay? Yeah. Uh, I think that band should be a NABA member, you see? Yeah. Uh, and, and, they you actually know, are. They are. Oh, good. Well, see, I'm glad. See, I, I told yeah. Brian he should. They should be a NABA member. Yeah. And they don't, you don't have to be. Some of our bands only want to be in NABA if they're doing the contest. Otherwise, they don't want to bother. 
I think NABA is much more about community and, and membership of sharing ideas. I wish we did more joint programs, you see. Uh, and we're doing more area programs when we can get bands together. But I always felt that NABA should be not just those guys who want to be competing. I think one of the good things with Huntsville will be, and, and I'm glad you're moving around, you'll do Huntsville for a number of years, is you'll get bands down south that will come in. See, the same way when you were up north, you had bands coming in who could afford it. Because we have to realize, unlike Great Britain, our distances are huge. And our costs are, relatively speaking, astronomical, you see, yeah. for bands to compete. Yeah. So uh, although I think NABA has done a wonderful job of drawing in, drawing in a fine number of bands. And I, let me just say this, uh, this is a personal, uh, and I am delighted that you have a band doing a gala again with Brig House. Yeah. You know, by the way, they played very well at the Nationals. You know, they placed in the top four. Yeah. Okay. And some people thought they might win. But, you know, David King can't travel. <laughs> yeah, you know, he's stuck in Australia he, right he now. He can't yeah. come over from Australia. He's but, relegated to making cornet CDs again. Well, yeah, and a very, I've, I've a listened very good to a couple, one. a couple of the cuts on Resurrection. Superb. <laughs> I mean, you talk about vibrato, though. That's David's stick. Yeah. If you listen to some of the styles, David can turn it on and off. If he's doing more of a romantic piece, my gosh, the vibrato is there. If he's doing a more contemporary piece, he, he's more like a trumpet player. Yeah. But yeah. So anyway, I'm, I'm personally pleased that there's a, a gala uh, because that's something where we can all come to and learn from. Not that it's not bad to hear all the top bands play their test pieces. Yeah. There's something in that as well. But to have a model group like a Brig House or you know, years ago, we've had other ones do that separate from the competitive element I think brings us together, okay? Yeah. And I think I, I commend you uh, for bringing Brinkhouse over. Uh, are they gonna also contest or are they just gonna play? No, they're, 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 not, com they're not competing. They're just doing the gala. Well, and I think that's wise because that would have been, I mean, I think Fountain City and a couple of the other bands were giving them a run for the money, but again, it could yeah. be unfair. Any of those top 10 you know, they wanted to have an elite division. They haven't done it yet in Great Britain. Those top bands, they really are technically superior. They're yeah. But, you know, I, what I have sensed in NABA the last couple of years, our bands are getting more and more proficient and more and more musical. And we have nothing. We have nothing to apologize for. Our top bands are incredible. You see, yeah. and on any given day, and it's beginning to happen, They'll travel over to Great Britain and they'll do well. Yeah. They'll place, they'll place uh, in, in, in the top categories. I, I'll never forget one year I was, uh, I was judging the All England and I had no idea that Fountain City was on a short tour. Okay, now yeah. I judged and found out they came in third or something like that. Yeah. But you know, we chose the top player of the day and it happened to be our euphonium player from Fountain City. Well, we had no idea 
who that band yeah. was. And it was, yeah. uh, you know who I mean. Lee uh, Harrelson. Lee, it was Lee. Yeah. So Lee got the soloist of the day award. It was kind of a hard piece to choose a soloist from it was Bruce Broughton's Masters of Space and Time. Let's just say there weren't many exposed solos in that. But the one that was exposed, Lee, Lee just played it so well. So, but, you know, that, 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 that kind of thing. But I think our bands are holding their own. And I think on any given day, they have a great chance. They yeah. Very, very, very well. So, yeah. But I am delighted that Brinkhouse is doing a gala. I think that will be a, a wonderful feeling of us all together. And then you give the awards. It's not any one band you see uh, yeah. sticking out. I mean, I mean, there'll be obviously a winner, you see. But uh, there's Brighouse, one of the best. Well, so, when Brighouse is there, we'll all be the winners because we'll get to hear them play. Well, exactly. <laughs> right. Right. And we will learn from that. See, that's one of the good things with the gala was is that you learned repertoire you learn program, whether good programming or bad programming, right? <laughs> and you heard you heard good new music. So I think I think that's an occasion you did. I mean, remember Tony, when we did NABA at UK, we ended with the Lexington Philharmonic joining yeah, us. I remember that. I mean, yeah. to show that union of brass bands and orchestras. So, you know, uh, there's so much we can do and we can do. And yeah. we just have to think sometimes out of the box. Yeah, I think the last time that a, an actual British band played at NABA was Grimethorpe way back in Arkansas. That's right. Yeah, that's a that's a long time. And I think it's one of the things that, that NABA really can help push is that we, while we do have access to what those British bands sound like and play like more because of YouTube and, right. and live streams, you know, hearing them live is a very different experience yeah. than recording. There's nothing, there's nothing like hearing them live because you can get it on a CD. You want to hear that dynamic level in a Black Dyke or a Brink House or a Foden's. You can you can be gobsmacked by their dynamic range, but you won't really experience that except live. And then you'll say, "My gosh, how soft they play, yeah. or how full!" And yet they never distort. The best yeah. bands never overplay the hall. Some of the yeah. bands overplay the hall. But the best bands don't. No, see. yeah, that, that's the experience we had when when we were promoting the Corey band when they came over here in 2016. Right. And and I was going to different schools and talking to to the bands, the the school bands, and saying, you know, you know, I would play a video of them doing Enter the Galaxies, and right, and you know, the, the kids are blown away by that. And I says, look, I said, you know, you guys know me. I I I'm not known for being you know, for lying to you guys. Right. You know. Until you sit in the room when they're making this happen live, you yeah. really can't understand how incredible these groups are. And that's right. You know, people did took me up to that. We filled up an 1800 seat hall. Yeah. And, and it true to form, when you hear the Corey band play, you know, you know, Mars, the first thing they what, played was Mars. What a band. <laughs> you know, I mean, what a band. You know, yeah. it just blew everybody out of their seats. Absolutely. So I'm, I you commend you. I think it's fantastic. And uh, I'm hoping that I get over to Huntsville. It's a lot closer for me, Tony. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, that's, I mean we, we were in Fort Wayne essentially for six years. And, yeah. and you know, I was on the board when, you know, the, the, the intention wasn't to stay there for six years. The intention was to be there for three years and then right. 
but the, you know, it just, you know, the proposals that came in, you know, Fort Wayne was just the better proposal. Right. Um, and, and, and this one Huntsville was the, was the, was the right place to do because right. while we, you know, staying in, in Fort Wayne, it did give those Midwest bands the opportunity. And we did go from, you know, significantly increase the number of bands that were participating in the contest by being That's there. Right. And I, mean, I, I got to Fort Wayne several times and, and I thought it worked out well as a venue and, uh, yeah. but I'm glad it's moving around. Uh, th th there were two, when I, back when I was president, there were two thoughts, Tony, Let's all meet in Columbus every year. Let's go to Jerusalem. You know what I mean? Right. Kind of a thing. The other one was we moved around. Okay. I mean, the reason we, we, we hosted at UK, by the way, Tony, was at the last minute, the, the, the infant Fountain City, it wasn't called Fountain City yet, it was called Kansas City. They bailed. Yeah. They bailed nine months. They felt like they couldn't do it. Wow. So Skip and I went to the university music department said, and of course to the Singletary Center, can we take this on, but we'll need your help, you yeah. see. Uh, but back then it was, let's move it around. And, uh, but my, I maintained more central United States, if possible. On the other hand, find a good hub bands can fly into, you see. Right. I mean, Louisville was okay. Uh, as a good location. I liked it. Uh, uh, unfortunately, there was some miscommunication between our former president, Doug Yo and the, and the gals up at the University of Indiana Southeast. There was, shall we say, some, some tension yeah. there. Uh, but in the long run, I think moving around a bit has helped NABA. The yeah. only thing we face is we still have difficulty bringing in our far west bands because of the cost. And if we can have regional festivals, so much the better. Yeah. The problem it, is building enough financial incentive to help them yeah. you see, hold those regional festivals. Yeah. So we do have some nice bands out there from Colorado on, and they'll have a tendency to gather out there more than coming all the way, say, to a Huntsville or a Columbus or a Cincinnati. Yeah. But on the other hand, it could be they can raise the money every other year, you yeah. know, to do a contest. Yeah. So it's funny, it's funny how, you know, even though the passage of time, the conversations are literally the same. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we, we well, have the same the exact same conversation. Do we do we move it around or do we keep it in one place? Um, that's right. I mean, our, our board, and as you know, Tony, your board changes every year. Every year. And you'll have a board that has a, a majority opinion. Two years later, that's going to change. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's going to rethink things, you see. And maybe that's the strength of a volunteer organization, you see? Yeah. Uh, is the fact that you have a lot of input from thinking people. And... Uh, Sometimes we need to think differently. We need to think out of the box about what we do. And I know you've been doing that. And, that, and that's great. Because NABA must, I mean, the operative it, word was evolve. Yeah, it evolves. It evolves. It changes. The, the NABA of the year 2000, okay, when we, uh, uh, is not the NABA of 20, 
22, 22 years later. It's just going to be different. And yeah. that's good. The band should be better. We should do a better job of running the contest. You see, every aspect of it should be improved, should be refined. Yeah. You know, it should be a well-oiled machine. Not that, not that things go perfectly every time, but uh, you know, we, we, we can get better at it. So we can get better yeah. at it. Well, I, we're very fortunate to have some really, you know, which I feel has always been the case, you know, is there's really good people on the board. Yeah. Um, you know, I can only imagine, you know, with how easy it is for us to communicate these days, how difficult it must have been to manage the NABA board in the 90s. Well, yeah, that's why we <laughs> yeah. did. That's why I did newsletters and stuff, Tony. And because remember, email was in his infancy. Yeah. It wasn't you know, that kind of thing. So we did the bridge and then the then the quarterly newsletters was the way we we connected people. But yeah. you know, one of the good things about NABA, and I know you have to work on this all the time, is the difference between community and self-interest. Obviously, bands are in doing bands because they want to be the best they can. They want to win the trophy or the banner, and that's important. On the other hand, and that's self-interest, and that's going to drive a lot of what you do. We used to have board members, Tony, when we would do the contest piece choices at the board level, and you just knew some of those guys on the board wanted to choose certain test pieces because it played to their strength right, is there see, band? rather than overall. See, and that was self-interest. On the other hand, the majority of the board was looking for the best music to challenge the widest group right. within, within that particular category. And I hope we can never lose that in NABA, that sense of, you know, uh, the balance has to be towards community yeah. and less on self-interest. Yeah, and we definitely, have, we definitely have that right now. You know, one of the one of the things I talked about at our last board meeting is to make sure that when we talk about things, you remember that while you do use your experiences with your band to gain your knowledge about this, remember that we are advocates for the activity, not for your band. That's right. Board. That's right. And, and everybody I think everybody takes that seriously. And I think that's a big reason why, you know, with the board is now thinking more, you know, more you know, back, back to, you know, back to the future type where we're, you know, thinking about developing regionals and access to newer bands and moving right. the contest and, and developing, um, you know, developing the organization for more brass bands than just the competing brass bands and really bringing those people together. So it's yeah. kind of going, going back to the foundations and it, it's, it's really tough to do that because of, you know, you know, the volunteer nature of, the organization you know, right. one, of, one of my goals is to really before you know before i'm too wrapped up in doing this is hoping that we can get enough of a financial backing um to hire an executive director exactly you know, what, what we really need is a professional front to this because it's just too, work, right. too much work for a volunteer i agree tony yeah you and know. ultimately that's what's going to be needed you know i mean you know, way back in 96, I'm not sure if you were playing in Lex Brass yet, Tony, but... I was there, yeah. Yeah, we did regionals. We brought a couple of bands from yeah. Columbus, Cincinnati. You know, we brought those bands in, and it wasn't competitive. It was people sharing from one yeah. another, and then we did mass bands. Yeah, 
Yeah, you know? I remember that. Uh, so that, that can be a very positive thing. Now it takes good leaders and, and cooperation, but it really can build. You know, Joe Johnson did a nice thing here uh, last two years, well, yeah, before COVID. He did a Southeast Brass Band thing where the bands right. played for each other. Right. Now they weren't competing against one another, but there were certain prizes. And I was the guy at the desk, you know, and it's best program, best whatever. Right. And, you know, and, and, and it was very, very positive. Now those bands that came there, I bet almost all of them are going to be at Huntsville. Yeah. None of them, but Georgia Brass Band had ever been at an ABBA yeah. event. And yeah, we that's have all great. these bands, hopefully, great. you know, they've caught the image there. And now NAB is in their backyard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, Brass Band of Huntsville, it's right, <laughs> right there. Yeah. It's right there. You know, and the, and the, and the group up in Chattanooga, uh, you, you've got Georgia Brass, you've got Rome Brass Band Festival. You got all yeah. these bands. Hopefully, they'll, they'll yeah. give it a shot. You yeah, see? but but not only that, but we some of the Florida bands that you know Absolutely. found it difficult to get up to the Midwest, Texas bands. Yeah, I think of Sunshine. I don't know if they're still operating. They are. They, they were a regular, and they haven't been coming for a while. You've got bands in Florida. Yeah, you you you're you're going to find a nice a nice. And you'll have different bands coming in, but that's the way it is when you when you change location, and uh, it's okay. It's yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, we're, you know, so we're, you know, we're in a good place. We're, we're just hoping that we can actually, we haven't had a contest in two years. I know. So right. it's, you know, it's, it's, we're trying to stay positive and hope that it you know, still goes forward. Now, Tony, you're still doing the solo and ensemble, right? Yeah. So that's going to go on the Friday. Yeah. I started that, you know, back, back when we, we there were things happening at NABA. Bands would come in and rehearse or whatever. We had a lot of people come to NABA, and this is important for you guys. They would come to NABA because they loved brass banding, but their whole band couldn't come, but they could bring a sextet or a couple of soloists. So we started, well, it started in 98 when we hosted uh, at UK, Tony. We yeah. started the solo ensemble contest, and uh, it takes an organization. What's that? that? That was the first year of it? That's correct. Wow. Interesting. Our, our, my tuba quartet won the ensemble competition. That's right. You guys were great. Read, uh, get out Diane's book, Herrick's her little 25-year thing. Yeah, yeah. You can read about that. Uh, yeah, you know, I've got it, right? I've got it somewhere. Yeah, we started so on, I believe, the first year was 98 when we started at UK. And mm -hmm. then every year... And there were two things we wanted to do there. People coming to NABA that weren't necessarily in a competing band would, could feel they had a role. Secondly, even though many bands were rehearsing all over the town, whatever, we had a reading band. And guys came in and out. You know, we had a big reading band. It was, you know, 80, 90 people. But sometimes, you know, okay, Cincinnati Brass Band is rehearsing from 9 to 9.40. Well, some of those guys would come to the reading band for 45 minutes and then they'd leave. And then some of the guys didn't go, but you had influx in and out and we would read a lot of good music. And what we did was we used 
the adjudicators as the conductors. Okay. You see? And I would pass this, share the, the scores with them. And then, because those adjudicators wouldn't be seen on the Saturday or contest, of course, of course, we moved to Friday too, but the reading band, they would meet these guys. Mm -hmm. you know? Who is Bram Gay? You see, who yeah. is Peter Graham? Who is, you know, uh, Bram Gregson, whatever. These guys would conduct, you right. see. And uh, people got, and pe by the way, we would read a piece. I would hold on to the music. Of course, that's why Lexington got some good music. And I would say, does anybody want this? <laughs> you see, if not, it's going in the Lexpress library. <laughs> so, you know, we, we built a pretty good library as a result. But I share a lot of it to the other bands, too, if they want it. And of course, one of the things you can work on, Tony and Amy, is kind of a Lend library. I think we already do it. But, you know, bands loaning to one another uh, scores and parts and, you know, that kind of thing. Because, I mean, that's how bands start up, you know. Yeah. Uh, Phil Smith is gradually building a, a library up at the University of Georgia. They had a little bit ahead of time, but some of us have just been sending Phil stuff. You know, and, yeah. you know, sometimes he uses it, sometimes he doesn't. I mean, that, that's fine. He can use it when it's appropriate. Yeah. So, yeah, building a library, of course, we do it with scores already. You guys publish a list of scores that people can share and, and use, not just for contests, but you can borrow it because you're not sure about such and such a piece. See? Yeah. So. Well, the, yeah, the solo and ensemble contest is something, you know, the, the, th the thinking now is, and this is kind of one of the reasons we wanted to bring the, the gala back is because so many people have to invest so much to come to the NABA weekend. Right. The, the more bang for the buck that you can get, you can exactly. do solo and ensemble, you can get the gala concert, you get to compete, you get to hear all the other bands. Right. You know, one of the coolest things about the NABA contest weekend now is that there is a very good sense of community amongst brass banders, you know, because because banders will go and play their gig and then they'll go and listen to other bands, which is which something is that doesn't, that sometimes doesn't they want to go to their they want to go to their beer party, Tony. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And they'll do they'll do that too. And Huntsville has many, many, many establishments for that. <laughs> it's a big selling point that that Huntsville good, good, has. Good. You know, yep. but but it, you know, if you went to the finals in Moral Albert Hall, you won't see many bandsmen in there listening to no, bands. no, they and by the way, they're crying in their beer, uh, <laughs> literally. I remember when I when I first attended some of the contests in England, even before I judge, I would go out, you know, in the interval, and a band would, you know, Lexington, you know, remember in two thousand, we did the judges interval program and everything. You'd go out. And once the, the results were made, there would be a thousand people out swarming outside drinking the beer. And everybody was pissed because they didn't win. Well, and only one man won, you see? And everybody was saying the judges are idiots. And I could have been a contender. You know, that, <laughs> that, that kind of thing. You know, and, and later when I was a judge there, same thing. You know, guys coming up to you and saying, what could you be thinking? And I said, well, what band are you? You have to tell me a number. I, yeah. I don't know who you right. are. Right. I don't see you. Yeah. See you. 
Yeah. Meanwhile, you know, in the U S they're still, they're still drinking. They're still in the, in the, you know, crowd of people drinking, but here it's more like, we're like, Hey, I haven't seen you for a year. How are the kids? You know, how are you doing? And your band did so well. I really like the way you played whatever. Yeah. Yeah. in Great Britain. There's no love loss. Remember the British open has been going since the 1850s. So, you know, that's quite the uh, the long-standing tradition, and yeah. the nationals, you know, since the turn of the century. So yeah. you know, I mean, really, that's a long time. And the bands, they don't. I mean, they're close together anyway. If you get right. out in Yorkshire, right? You know, uh, you know Black Dyke and Brighouse ain't that far away from each other. Right. They're kind of yeah. bumping into each other on the highway. You know what I mean? Whereas yeah. we're scattered all and we we want that that camaraderie and that community and that feeling of bonding and helping one another. Mm-hmm. And boy, the more we can do that, the better off we are. Yeah. And I think that's, yeah, and that's one of the good things about our about our championships is that there's there's such a good community feeling about that. You know, these bands, you know, some bands have to fly there, some bands have to travel hours on a bus. I know the last right. time that that Triangle went to Fort Wayne, we took four bands there and invested over $40,000. I know. In that trip. I believe it. You know, so, you know, people put a lot into it. You know, they need to get a lot out of it. Right. You know, so, yeah. you know, so it's good that we keep, you know, that we're, we're never going to lose that. I mean, you know, when we talk about things like, well, we, what are we going to do to make sure that we keep that community spirit, right. you know, involved in that contest? And that's, you know, right. that's the driving force for it. Let, let me just, I'll get to change the subject on a couple of things here. Sure. Which it, it has been my pleasure to be involved in. And you're aware of this, Tony, because of your own youth band. Uh, two things. The fact that we're able to have brass bands go to Midwest from time to yeah. time. Lexington two, has done two it. Two this upcoming year. I know. Two, yeah. two bands. We've got... Uh, we got, we've a, got Athena and Brass Band of Battle Creek. Brass Band there. of Battle Creek. You know, and uh, I mean, it hasn't been every year. I mean, when you apply, remember, we are a community band. And if they choose a really good wind band from, wind band from Japan, forget about it. Yeah. We ain't going to have a brass band there because there's only like one category. Right. But we don't get it every year. So, but, you know, we've had different, different bands, uh, brass, brass Band of Columbus, Lexington Brass, Chicago Brass Band, Know, blah blah blah, and the other and the, and and the more we can encourage our bands to apply, it's hard to get in. But we have to keep applying, and you know, Tony. Now I'm not involved. I mean, I was the artistic director for years, and on the committee, the uh, Great American Brass Band Festival. Right. We have to. I kept trying to get, you know, because I can't bring, I can't turn it into a British Brass Band Festival because it's not. But we could bring in a good band and a youth band. Your, ba- your band came and did so well. Yeah. You know, your youth band. So, and we've been able to do that from time to time. I'm not quite sure what's happening there, Tony. We had an arrangement. And uh, I think uh, the, the guy who directs Kentucky Music Educators. Uh, John Stroby. John. John still is artistic director. And he tries to connect with NABA. Our thing was, who won NABA, okay, offer that to them first, 
the first couple of spots in the championship. If they don't take it, go to the first division because those bands are great too, see? So I'm not so sure how much that's happening. Or if you've got a good youth band, a couple of years, we had your band, we had Helen's group from Fountain City. You know, we had, uh, oh gosh, Eric's groups from Columbus yeah. would come. Columbus, yeah. You know? And you know, the more we can do that, and I don't, I don't just mean, it doesn't have to be great American, it's other brass band festivals, okay? Yeah. Now, uh, Gettysburg is bringing in some good bands. Yeah. There's this vintage brass band thing up in, Minneapolis, up, up in Minnesota. It's more like turn of the century bands, but they're beginning to think outside the box too. So NABA should reach out to those festivals and be as aggressive as you can to say, hey, what about us? Yeah. See? Well, uh, you got you got me in touch with John Sturby and, and um, the content or the Great American this past summer. It was, right. All four of the bands that were there were NABA bands. Right. And the, the contest or the um, the event really happened because of the NABA bands. Because well, yeah, because if the NABA bands hadn't been here, there, they wouldn't have been able to hold it. So right. I hope John keeps. I, I I try not to put my horn in, Tony. You know, I've been there, done that, and I think it's it's time for other people. But to the degree that we can interact with the overall festival community, starting with those summer brass band events, yeah, and then branch out, that's good too, because it certainly doesn't hurt us. So yeah, and we also are going to um, be working with uh, some of the existing contests, like like Dublin and the right. Gateway, and actually the U.S. Open as well. Um, is U.S. Open Nem- is U.S. Open going to happen or not? Yeah, yeah. They, they they have five bands signed up for it, and they're going to do it anyways, even with five. Oh, okay. Bands. I hadn't heard. I hadn't heard one way or the other. So yeah, but yeah. we're gonna we're gonna you know we've got we budgeted money from the NABA from NABA to to give support to these festivals. Right. That's important. Um, That's good. You know, and 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 we have we actually have a five year plan, you know, to add more. So the next year we're gonna. Um, you know, look to, to do a Canadian event and a West Coast event, um, whether we start one or whether we partner up with one that already exists uh, and, and go back out East Coast. So so in, in two years, we're going to have a regional event within an eight hour drive of every brass right. band in North America. That's awesome. Right. That's great. Did you, I don't know if you saw that um, one of our Toronto bands um, that won uh, Weston, Weston, they did a cute thing uh, just this year. They always do a cute thing. <laughs> well, they, what they did was they took Peter Graham, Ron Wakesnorris, and I saying comments on their performance. I think their winning performance of Endeavor, and our comments would come across the screen while oh, yeah. the band was playing. Now, of course, <laughs> they, they couldn't see that, but it was really kind of cute because. Ron, Peter, and I were on the same page, you know, saying same, saying it slightly different, but yeah. you know, there would be our comments. But they, I, I hope Weston, because that's one of one of our best bands up there. I yeah. hope some of those Canadian bands can come back. But I'm glad you're thinking of a Canadian festival, if we can't get them to come all the way down to Huntsville. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We and and these these are you know we want them to be you know what whatever the local 
sponsoring group decides if they want to do a festival, if they want to do a competition, right? Because you know, we're also working on consolidating adjudication, right? Vamping the adjudication as well. So, you know, we'll have the same pool of judges, the same adjudication philosophy and approach at sure. any of the regionals that, that do that. And they can hybrid, a, you know, if you don't want to contest and you just want to go and play, you can, you'll get the feedback from the judges of your band, but you don't have to play for score so it can be whatever it can be just as we're just really wanting to get access to every brass band to go and connect with other brass bands at some some point it's going to take a while to to get this all going it's going to take years um but but the focus is on is on building the community of brass bands it's the only way we're really going to survive and grow right and let let me just say uh, we're getting towards the end of this to the to the degree that you and the board can have a master plan long-term, all the better. Because you are temporary, Tony, in that sense. You know what I'm saying? You know, yeah. I, I was president four years. You'll probably be president four years. Anita was four. But you need, you need a, a, a master plan, strategic planning, so that when you hand it over to the next person, that person follows through okay? yeah. and you have overlap. Otherwise you're reinventing the wheel. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and that's highly critical. Uh, that's where Tom Palmateer can be an interesting conversation because when I had Tom as my VP before I, before he took on president, I gave Tom the task of us generating a, a, a master plan. Yeah. And it held true until Doug did his stick for a while, yeah. okay, and kind of changed that a little bit. So I know you'll be thinking about that, but strategic planning over the long term, and you're right, if you can get an executive director, okay, they can come in and, you know, be the, the helpmate of the board, yeah. you see, uh, the functionary who puts the bullets in the gun, so to speak. You know right. what I mean? Because that's um, what the president is right now. I'm I'm doing an executive director. Of course role, you are. And I'm not getting paid like an executive no. director. <laughs> no, and that's the way it really was. For a while there, our dear friend Bert did a little bit of it. Yeah. Okay. But he, he did, you know, he had his business, but you know, he got a pittance. And then we had our other guy from West Virginia for a while. That's not when I was president, but you know, later. He did, he, did, he did some good stuff, but ultimately you need a dispassionate, disinterested person who has administrative skill, who understands brass band, but has no hidden agenda. He's there for everybody. Yeah. Simple. Exactly. Well, I think we, I think you, you were right. We probably did get to the end of this session and uh, yeah. so we're going to wrap this up. Um, we'll, I think we'll probably try to set another one up with you at some point to, kind to of, do it whenever you think possible. Okay. Yeah. To set, to talk about some more things and delve into sure. some other, some other topics that, you know, cause we didn't really even get into the, to the formation forming of a band, which is something that you've done. Right. Oh, yeah. That's another whole conversation. Right. Right. I feel like there have been times in this, in this episode that I've been putting myself on mute and typing notes, like check into this check into this find that book <laughs> well, you're very kind Amy. it's been great i will look forward to the final by the way 
Is that my book behind you there on the shelf? This is my brass band shelf. That blue one, um, is that one mine? Yes, it is. Here it is. That's volume two. Yep. I don't know where the other one, I have the other one, but I don't know where it is. It's not on this that, shelf. That's the one with all the uh, technical analysis, but there it is. So yeah, I've, I've got one of them too. <laughs> that was a really good, that was a good find. <laughs> yeah, my bookcase is empty back there, but usually I, I have some brass band books that are usually on that too. But right now yeah. I have some construction done in the, in the room here. So sure. I'll out, but you would see one of them. <laughs> you see a Ron Holtz book right there. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, thanks so much, guys. This was great. Thank I'm you. glad to be involved. And uh, whenever you find I can be of help to Nabba, you just let me know. All right. Well, okay. thank you. Thank you so much, Dr. Holtz. It was an absolute pleasure to have you on. Absolutely. Thank, Thank you, you, guys. Amy and, and, and so, so good, Tony, to see you guys. Bless you.